The reason why she's saying we're calling this trust your gut is because both of us almost died, basically. I don't even know what I would have done if he locked that door. I would have freaked the fuck out. I lose my phone in a city that I've never been to. He's like, but whatever you do, do not go that way. She is in a hot pink Lululemon jacket. In my mind, I was like, I don't know where the hell I'm going right now, but I'm just gonna walk with confidence. And okay, wait, let's clap. Wait, count me down. Three, three, two, one. I love when Raquel wears hoops. Hoops with the bun. It's like the boots with the fur. <laughs> oh my god. The whole club was looking at her. Looking at her. All I need to know Raquel's is does everybody like Raquel with hoops as much as me? Because we just gotta. Natasha's like, every time you wear them, I love them so much. I love much. the hoops on Raquel. I just like, I mean, I like hoops in general, but like, I like how they I look think it's because I have like a, a smaller face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 12 of Millennial Girls Podcast. I am Raquel and. And I am Natasha. <laughs> Natasha finally moved. I can't wait to go see the apartment. Oh my God, I'm so I excited. Did. I know. We got to like do like the initiation. I'm. I'm not trying to be like every influencer vlogger, but I really want to at least take like before after pictures of like sections in the place because I'm so excited oh. to like actually do it up. You might not want to be doing the influencer vlogger, but I am fully prepared to bring my whole damn closet to her apartment and have a full blown photo shoot. <laughs> I I know damn well you're ready, girl. I think I think uh, anybody that had the opportunity too is probably gonna want to take like ten thousand pictures here. I swear. Oh yeah, like I'm already planning out my outfits. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry. But okay, guys. So trust your gut because I had a really crazy experience. I mean, I've had really crazy experiences, period. And so was Natasha. But this one kind of stood out and it's really relevant because I was real shook the other day this week why what i told i was watching unsolved mysteries as one does because it came out on netflix and the reason why she's saying we're calling this trust your gut is because both of us almost died basically like raquel basically had a confrontation with a serial killer and i almost got not, killed no okay wait no wait wait, wait no because <laughs> not ex no okay, <laughs> let me tell the story so i applied for this job and I get a call back or an email from this company. It had gotten decently serious and they were like, you know, are you interested? Would you really be able to do this? Like just kind of being very transparent about the situation. And I honestly, I was at that time, I think by the time they had come around again, it was getting like, okay, would you fly up here? Or we would fly you up type of thing. And I was just like, mm, like something in my stomach. I was like, I don't know. I had been reaching this, researching the company, and I was just like, I don't know about this. Like, you know, when you just have something in your being and your gut, basically, and you're just like, I, this doesn't feel like something I should be doing, or or something like that. You know, you know, Natasha, when you have that feeling, whether it be like you're out, or you, and something happens, and you just get a weird vibe from someone, yeah, or like, or you, you I mean, meet someone, it's, I yeah. mean, I would kind of call it like a red flag. Yeah, it's like your brain going ding, like this is, this is, you're feeling this for a reason. I'm watching Unsolved Mysteries this week. And the company I work for, or the company I was gonna, I could have worked for, is on Unsolved Mysteries. 
someone died who worked for them. It was a whole really messy situation with like. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, rewind, rewind. So yeah, take us back. So you were this week. You okay? Yeah. Okay, Raquel, Raquel and I were on a we were on a call yesterday, and she started telling Mm -hmm. me how she's watching Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. So I was like, tell me a little bit more about it because I haven't watched it. I don't know anything about it. So. Tell us about the show. You are watching it, and then you get to an episode, and then what happened in the episode? episode? I'm watching this episode, and this guy who works for this company is murdered. They, the police say it's suicide, but his wife is like, no, it was, it was totally foul play. Like, was he pushed off this building? And the guy who owned the company, he had been friends with since they were young, and he put a gag order on the employees. And I'm just sitting here laying here in my bed because obviously you know Netflix late at night and I'm just like if I worked for this company would I have been put under a gag order now because Netflix has picked it up or like like how are these I I literally when I tell you my heart dropped to my stomach when they said the company name well wait first of all you'd have to be dead so you wouldn't (laughs) that wouldn't be the case but well, no, if you because they put a gag order on all of the company's employees, so they couldn't talk to anyone. Oh, so oh I see what you're saying. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. like for you being on Unsolved Mysteries. I was like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> he the the company put a gag order on all of their employees at the time. This right. obviously happened a while ago, like years ago, because it was on like 2004, 2006. But obviously now, I'm sure because I'm I'm just speculating here, but I'm sure because it's back on Netflix, and if they reopen the investigation. Same kind of thing. You have a gag order even if you don't know anything because you're not going to talk to people. But I mean, I literally was watching this. They said the company's name and my heart dropped to my stomach. That's so creepy. And I texted my two friends that I told about the job interview last summer, which because, you know, and they were like, are you serious? And now it's all over. They're talking about this case on all over. E! News was posting about it. And I'm just sitting here like, holy shit. Like. Totally trust your gut. Now, does that mean, you know, something knock on wood would have happened to me? No. But just to be associated with that type of thing, like, I'm sure this has happened before to many people, whether it be meeting someone that was sketchy or a company that was sketchy. Same kind of thing, you know, especially us being in the music and entertainment industry, you encounter sketchy ass people all the time. And I've totally had my yeah no I'll like me I'll see you later like nice meeting you moments you know what I mean because you just get like the heebie-jeebies I mean when I tell you I I, I'm still like speechless it's crazy because guardian angels universe whatever unicorn gods I don't (laughs) know like literally that pit in my stomach trust your Trust, trust your gut situation was totally a thing that's so creepy that is literally so creepy like if I if I was you and I'm sitting here watching unsolved mysteries I'd be like what the fuck no like, literally and I I mean it's funny well it's not funny that this happened but it, the guy who was doing my interview who was going to be the producer executive producer of the show he came from the entertainment or I think sports world and he like switched because he wanted to change and he was so over the industry and was jaded. And now I'm I, I like want to know what happened to him if he's still working for the company because oh my holy like what that, you know, and I'm sure again, this is I'm sure not the first time something like this has happened to people because again, our, our industry, there's very sketchy people all the time and just people who try and like 
obviously take advantage of you. I was having this conversation with my friend Andrew the other day, who's a news correspondent. And I was like, I think people think I'm dumb. And he was like, I don't think people think you're dumb. And I was like, no, I think people think I'm dumb because they dumb. I've been in so many situations where they think they can. Oh, Raquel, we want to book you for a shoot. It's eight hours, but it's only 150 for the day. Um, no, that's not even industry standard. And I have to come back. And it's it's hard when it's you and it's not an agent dealing with things because then you're the one who has to get into the nitty gritty about money and stuff. And that's awkward. And you're just like, no, that's not industry standard. I'm not going to have an eight hour shoot day for 150 when you can literally film for two hours and get 150. Sorry. Like, and then they think that like, it's just, just because I'm a girl and I'm blonde doesn't mean I don't know my shit. Okay. If you're trying to be in the industry, 150 for an eight hour shoot, not the case at all. But back to the, the we sidebar, side part here, but I, it's just crazy. I, I still am like thinking about this and I, I hadn't even, I told my mom, but I guess I didn't tell my dad and my dad was, was yesterday was like, well, good thing you didn't take that job. I was like, mm, yeah, good yeah. thing. Yeah, no big deal. No, I had a similar situation. So I was applying for a lot of jobs at this period of my life, I guess. I was in San Diego, I remember. And while I'm applying for jobs, I found something. And, like, again, at this time, this is years ago, I was even, like, looking on Craigslist. Like, I was looking everywhere for jobs. So I go and I look and I find something. And I don't remember if it was, like, an assistant job or something having to do with, like, helping somebody else with whatever it was that they were doing. I really don't remember very well. I just remember the experience that I had when I went in for the interview. So... I remember going into this place where you pull up and there are garages and like people, I guess, rent them out like month to month. So instead of it being just like an office space, like you can use it to like do art or you can do construction or like people use them for like a, like a warehouse type of thing. It's not, kind a, of thing? it's not a warehouse or like a bunch of garages. Like that's just how it was in this area in San, San Diego. Okay. So like instead of using, you could use it like for a storage unit or you could like pop it open and use it for whatever it is that you're doing. So when I passed by, I saw people like doing some construction construction stuff in the garage or like they had paintings or whatever and so I guess this guy had his like little office set up in that garage and so at first like when I'm driving I'm a girl I'm by myself I'm going to apply for the job I'm meeting a guy don't know if it's like just one guy or maybe he has like a receptionist I don't know so when I show up to the garage as creepy as it sounds and it's not like a house garage it's like storage garages I pull up, I park, and I'm like thinking to myself, like I was already questioning the situation when I had pulled up. So like in this moment, I think I even had the moment of like, should I just like not even go and do the interview? Like it, it, it was like- What made you have that feeling though? You just, you the, were sketched out uh, already about the situation? What made me have like, the feeling was that I was going into a garage to meet a man. Like it was just weird. So was, Yeah. So You're like, mm, maybe not. So I, I, I go up to the door, he opens the door, and so I see like a desk and stuff, like a little office space, so I was like, okay, like, it's not that bad, like, I had my interview and whatever. This is where it got really weird, and like, I'll never forget, like, after the interview, I was just like, there are angels with me, because I'm pretty sure this was probably supposed to go another way, and it didn't. So I go and I sit down for the interview. It's just him. He doesn't have anyone else there. No female, no receptionist or nothing. He goes behind me to close the door. He closed the door and he locked it. (gasps) I have goosebumps right now, dude. I was like, 
I was just asking myself, like, okay, I was trying to keep myself calm and confident. Like, that was the only thing I had in my mind. Because I wasn't, I wasn't panicking, like, oh, something's going to happen to me. But I definitely was like, okay, this is really sketch. Like, keep my radar on. That was, yeah, that was, don't. I wasn't scared he was going to do something. But I was like, this is definitely not correct. He shouldn't be locking the door. Like, if even if he closed it, he shouldn't have locked it. So that whole situation was really weird. He, we do the full interview. I act like very business professional. I answer, I mean, I went in for a freaking job interview and it ended up leaving with like, I had to do some sketches for him and stuff. Like, it, I don't remember what it was. It was something like artsy or like having to do with like selling retail or something. So I remember I had to like draw like a bunch of scarves and like do this whole sketching situation. And I left there like, okay, I have your email. I have your number. I'm going to send you the sketches. We're going to do like, I left, like I'm ready to work. And we go to the door and in my mind, I'm thinking like this guy, no, nothing happened. You guys, nothing happened, nothing happened. But when he goes to the door, I'm thinking to myself, like, God, you must feel so awkward. Like having to unlock the door with me next to you right now. Like that's weird. And he was a grown man. Like he was like, when I went in for this interview, let's say I might've been like 20, 21 or something. And he must've been, maybe like 40 if not I mean he wasn't like a 26 year old guy I mean not right not to say that that's correct either but open the door I leave again left with a full-on like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna send you this I'm gonna send you that I did all these sketches I emailed them to the guy never heard from him once never got an email back never got a phone call back nothing and I was just like this is the weirdest situation ever. Like, and the fact that I even like did the sketches is, I don't even know. Like clearly I was like, I just need a job and I need to work. But like I said, at the beginning of the story, I was like, I had that weird feeling. You, a guy should not lock the door. It, It doesn't matter what the hell you're doing. Even if you're having an office meeting, whatever, like even if you're working for the company, for a long period of time, guy, yeah, girl, no. doesn't matter who, door does not need to be locked, even if you're having a conference meeting, unless you're like doing the dirty, dirty or something, which like, hopefully that's not the case, <laughs> you don't lock the door. And so- Which you shouldn't be doing anyway. And so when I left after, like, I was like, I really wonder if that guy had an intention, but like, he didn't go through with the intention. I really do. And like, I mean, luckily, like, I never have to like know the answer, but- it was weird. Oh my God, I have the chills. <laughs> it was so no. weird. That is crazy. I I would love to know, not like love, but I would I would like to know how many other people have been put in a situation like that because people, I feel like, don't believe things like that when, you, when they hear them. You know what I mean? And like, I believe it because obviously being a female in the industry or being a female in general like obviously it's a very you have to kind of stand your ground but I don't even know what I would have done if he locked that door I would have freaked the fuck out well in that moment 100% like again like my natural my natural instinct like kicks in hardcore like I'm not a I'm not a fight or flight I'm like I yeah I get I figure it out so anytime that I've ever felt some kind of discomfort even if I'm walking on the street like in a in a street I don't feel yeah. comfortable or I see somebody like if I'm if I'm just in a position where it's like not correct for myself I always have my phone like ready to go like if I need to dial mm-hmm. a 911 or um 
you know, like even now, like if I need to call my fiance or something, like I have my phone ready to go. And I always make sure that like, I want to make myself outwardly look aware and alert of my situation because anytime you might present yourself as scared, fearful, or not confident in whatever, just walking, I feel like people vibe off that. And that's like even easier for like to capture you or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We, I watch a lot of Dateline. <laughs> I like am so much more neurotic, I feel like, than I used to be about stuff like that because I travel a lot by myself. I have like the worst sense of direction. Even like even getting into Ubers and stuff because recently I feel like there's been a lot. I mean, before COVID, there had been a lot of stuff that was like girls getting kidnapped and stuff like that. And I mean, I kind of I haven't ridden in an Uber by myself in a long time because. Really? Yeah, I mean, I've done, I feel like the last time, I mean, obviously, like, in when I went to LA, Uber picked me up from the airport, but I was literally on the phone the whole time with my friend Kayla. Um, yeah, I don't, it's just, I get, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. It's kind of, I've gotten more uncomfortable, I think, with, with it being by myself in like an Uber or something like that, just because, Yeah, I mean, if you have to, you have to, but you just, you have to be alert. You have to be aware. You can't, especially in a, in a major city like Miami, like you can't think everyone's like, oh my God, so nice. Yay. Bestie. Great. Like it's not, not that situation. That's, that's unfortunately the world we live in right now. Yeah, no. And I mean, of course, like take every precaution that you have to, like if you don't feel comfortable, why do you need to force yourself into the situation if it's unnecessary, Right. you know? Um, which again, even it goes, it goes back to even like the job interviews that we had or whatever. I mean, technically, like if I was already feeling that discomfort, like I could have just turned around and left and not done the interview at all. But like, yeah, I don't know why I felt ballsy to just, no, screw it. You know, maybe it's a little bit in my head or something. Then the like locking the door situation was sketchy as hell. And again, like you never know what could have happened. And then what do you, and then what do you do at that point? What do you do? Because even if you do a 911 call or whatever, which like God forbid, but like if the door is locked and you're in an area where it's like garages and stuff where like, it's not commonly like people are walking around. I mean, you're kind of screwed. Well, if you get that feeling, listen to it. (laughs) No. Right. And of course, like, um, another thing that I would do too, and not just like for protection, just cause it was just convenient in the time, but like, I mean, go with someone too. Like, maybe, even if you, you know, if, if in any case you might feel like, you know, you just have like your back covered, like go with someone and have them wait for you in the car. I mean, in, in my case, like that would have been the ideal situation because then at least I know, like if something took too long or whatever, like at least my friend or whoever was like waiting for me outside or you could do the, you could pull the whole, and who knows, maybe I did. Maybe I told the guy like, oh, my, my ride's coming to like pick me up. You know what I mean? Like, those are the moments where you can kind of, like, I guess, protect yourself. And this reminds me of another story that I have, which is kind of, kind of embarrassing to talk about, but we're going for it. So this is... Welcome to the Millennial Girls Podcast. No, I mean, this is all, this is all, these are moments where I truly believe, like, whenever you see, I mean, I, I see, like, a lot of artwork on my feed because I, I like art and I'm an artist, but sometimes I'll see, like, paintings and stuff with, like, kind of like the angels behind the person or something like that's I've had moments where like the next day I literally am like that there is no way in hell like I did not have some kind of like guiding light or something protecting me because they're just these moments are wild so I was in Chicago with my mom 
And it was the first and only time that I've been to Chicago. I had a great time. I was there for a weekend and we did this um, conference. It was um, not, it was direct mail conference or something. Direct marketing, direct marketing. Um, I love Chicago. And we were there for the weekend. And so we had gone out to this bar one night, my mom and I, and this band was playing live. We were having a good time. And this is, you know, shame on us. But she was like, oh, the hotel is down the street. Like, I'm going to go back to the hotel if you want to kind of, like, hang out. Big mistake, I think, on both our parts, but whatever. Um, I mean, I take full blame for this. But so I hang out at the bar a little bit longer. And I don't know. I was just, like, I wanted to socialize or, like, meet people and whatever. And everybody was, like, coming out of work. So, like, everybody was just, like, working people around. And I had, you know, one drink too many. And the hotel was literally like two blocks around the corner from this bar. I go to the bathroom or something. I think like my phone had like fallen out of my pocket or like one of those situations where Kel's like already rolling her eyes. And I lose my phone in a city that I've never been to and in a place I don't know. I don't know anyone. And my mom has already gone to the hotel. So I'm screwed. Oh, my God. I had somehow managed to like I walk back to the hotel like I had remember I guess like the key points of like turning right and turn right again like it was that simple. like landmarks it, that's always me that's how I remember things. it was literally that simple it was like two turns so I go back to the hotel and me being freaking Natasha instead of giving up and just like I'll deal with it tomorrow and you know too many drinks or whatever I grab my mom's phone and I'm no. like I'm gonna go walk back to the bar to go find my phone what? Yeah, I know. I, I get I get overly confident in situations sometimes. So I go back to the bar. And I again, I got to the bar. I was fine. I had already told, like, the doorman. I, I asked the bartender. Like, I was searching everywhere for the stupid phone. I was going under the tables. And not not physically under the tables. Like, I was, like, looking under the booth With the flashlight, stuff. like, yes, trying to investigate the bar. Could not find my stupid phone. When I leave the bar the second time, I went the wrong way. And so at this point, the bar had already closed. So it closed. So it's like 2 a.m. at this like point. It was like 2, 2 a.m. or something like that. I oh walk boy. out. I think I turned the wrong stupid corner. So at this point, I'm like, shit. Because I don't know what part of Chicago I'm in, but whatever part I was in, it was like the streets were empty and there might have been like one. And there's some real bad parts of Chicago. There was like one like homeless guy on like one side over there. And like, mind you, luckily, like I lived in San Francisco for years and I lived like, I've been around homeless like all over the place so they don't scare me but I know that like obviously if you have a confrontation with like a particular person you might have an issue so in my mind I was like I don't know where the hell I'm going right now but I'm just gonna walk with confidence and I'm just gonna go I'm going somewhere wherever that leads me because I I mean I could have gotten to the other side of town but I was just like I'm just walking because if I just if I show any sort of like like um confusion I don't want anyone to get that vibe from me I didn't want anyone even like if a car pulled up or a cab or something and the thing is like I don't I don't remember like even if there was a cab I think I was in a situation where like I couldn't even call a cab either like it was just messed up so um and I was trying to put the direction of the hotel like on the on the maps and my mom had her locations off so I was just like so screwed I, could, I was like, I don't know where I am. I'm, I'm looking at the map. I don't know if I'm going north or south. How? Like, how? So long story short, I don't know how long I could have been walking for. I could have been walking for at least a good 20 minutes. Like, And again, I was, I, 
was two corners away from the stupid hotel. So I walked around freaking Chicago at 2 a.m. by myself with the stupid phone. I didn't find my phone. Somehow, magically, I turned up to the hotel. I got to a corner where I was like, oh, and I got to the hotel, walk in, go to sleep, and I wake up next morning. I don't even think I had told, I don't even know if my mom knows the story, to be honest. Sorry, mom. Um, She's going to know now. But yeah, it was really bad. And I think I had just told her like, oh, I lost my phone last night. I'm, I obviously like, I got to go see if I can find it. And I think I went the next morning one more time and I, I, we couldn't. It's like someone, someone stole it for sure. Obviously took it. Yeah. Um, and at that point I had to go get another phone, but I was like, there were angels walking with me. Like I am convinced I had one on my right and one on my left going with me through the streets of Chicago because I was like, there's no way in hell. I mean, I could have been, I put myself in such a bad position and I came out okay. And I will, I will admit that that night with, with along with maybe like one or two other nights in my life, those were huge wake up calls for me where like, I was like, okay, Natasha, let's chill out. Like, First of all, let's obviously not put ourselves in like weird situations like this. Dangerous. Second of all, let's chill out with like, you know, the drink situation because I put myself in a really bad place. Like I shouldn't I should not have yeah. done what I did. So, I mean, I've totally had those those moments too, you know, when you're young, you think you're invincible. I've been in Nashville. I basically lived there for 2 years. I've been out by myself. My friends went home and I'm like, I'm staying out. I'm having fun and like made friends with people, randoms. And then I've, you know, taken the the Uber home at 3 a.m. by myself. I mean, I've had no nights. And then the next morning I'm like, OK, that wasn't smart. Like same kind of thing. Like, thank you, universe, for, you know, I mean, there's just it's just such a scary world we live in right now. And yes, you can't be afraid to do everything. And I'm totally all about like going on the trip and do this. But you've got to be self-aware for sure. And I mean, I I Natasha knows the story, but me and my best friend Kayla were in San Francisco, the, the Tenderloin story, Natasha. But we had a bikini photo shoot when we got back from the holidays, which was the worst thing ever, because obviously during the holidays, all you want to do is eat, right? So we were in LA for, we were in California for a month, mind you. And we were like, okay, well, we have to like work out while we're there. We have to eat right, which sucked, obviously, because you want to just eat everything and drink and have fun and you're on vacation in LA for a month. Like it was horrible, but I mean, we did it. So we're in San Francisco. We're like, we're going to go on a run this morning because we had plans the whole rest of the day. And Neither of us have any sense of direction, mind you. So where her boyfriend lived was kind of in the middle of the city. I told you he lived by that big church, Natasha, not far from Union Square. So he was like, all right, if you make if you go out to the left, you go straight, make a left, make a left, make a left. You'll see the church. You'll be back. It's one big square. I'm in (laughs) Nike cheetah running pants. It's freezing, by mind you. It's December in San Francisco. And a <laughs> zip-up hoodie and a beanie. She is in a hot pink Lululemon jacket oh, and yes. bright blue pants. Oh, yeah. Okay? And she's beautiful and has red hair. So, I mean, we could not have stuck out more on planet Earth than ever. <laughs> so, we're running and it's freezing. We're like, yeah, we're good. We can. Blah. And I start getting this feeling in my stomach, right? 
and I'm, I'm looking around and I'm like, mm, and I'm like getting, it's getting skeevier and skeevier as we're running. And Kayla's just like, la di da di da, because we're talking about how we're going to go shopping in Union Square and go back to the T- Ted Baker store. And like, we're, yes, us. So we turn the corner and I stop, I stop running first because now this feeling that I'm getting, I'm like kind of getting anxiety and I like stop. I'm like, Kayla, stop. And we turn the corner and I kid you not, it looked like we were in an episode of NCIS. Garbage can on fire, police officers everywhere, homeless people, needle, like heroin needle. I was like, Kayla. That sounds about right. (laughs) Run. I was like, we are not in a good area right now. And this was six years ago now the tenderloin I've heard is like kind of up and coming and and trendy and there's airbnbs and it's fine and dandy this was like five or six six or seven years ago now this was not a good it would have been actually like eight years ago now this was not a good time to be in the tenderloin by ourselves looking how we looked and I have never I run so fast in my entire life the two of us oh my god and then her boyfriend I, th- I think her phone was like dead or something and it was like one of those things and we didn't we didn't want to call him because we knew he would be so mad at us because he specifically told us we followed his direction so I don't know what happened where do we run to the apple store first thing in in union square so if you've never been to san francisco the union square natasha is like the main it's kind of like um Times square right ish that's how you yeah, can kind no, of yeah that's like the central point so it has like the all the touristy areas all the shops and everything yeah and the big christmas tree was there oh, so pretty anyway we go into the apple store and we ask the security man at the front door we're like how do we get to this church we knew the name of the church and he's like oh it's actually like around the, around the corner a couple blocks this way he's like but whatever you do do not go that way and i was like Oh, we just came from there. And he was like, what? And I was like, eh, he's like, no. And I'm like, aware. Thank you. And so like, like the Chanel store was our point of contact. We knew where we, where we were when we went to the Chanel store. And so we made it to the church because her boyfriend was like, where the hell are you guys? You've been gone for two and a half hours. Are, like he thought we were kidnapped, dead, something like that. And we're like, um, we just got to the church. He's like, well, where were you? And I was like, ee. we got lost and ended up in the tenderloin. And he got so mad. Mind you, our other best guy friend was with us. And Jordan <laughs> came and picked us up, our other friend with Eric. And they brought us home. And they literally basically like put us in timeout. They were like, we told you guys not to go that way. I was like, OK, in our defense, we... Follow the directions you told us. And he's like, there's no way because you wouldn't have ended up there. And I was like, well, well, we're here. So thank you. And I I knew that the pit in my stomach, I had that feeling. I was like, this is a really, we, we need to get out of here as fast as we can. This is not a good situation. And every person I've told that story to, because it's our literally iconic San Francisco story, has been like, I don't know like the universe was on your side because that was a really that's a really bad area right now it's really bad yeah when I lived when I lived there when I had first moved there everybody was like tenderloin tenderloin like you don't want to live in the tenderloin but I would like if you could be like just on the border and outside of it like you're in the clear like it it was weird because it was literally just a matter of like blocks like it was just this one square of area that was just you don't want to be there 
So when I had first moved to San Francisco, I was actually closer to the, um, oh my gosh, uh, San Francisco State University. I was closer to that side. And then I moved into the city after, and I was just borderline of the Tenderloin because I got like a really good deal on a studio there. So if I just turned the block and I went down the block, that was, you were already in the Tenderloin. So I was on that corner. So like living there, it was totally fine. Like, you know, again, like you know how to deal with the situation because there's so many homeless people there and they don't do anything to you. They're human too, but it's just like, obviously you don't want to have confrontation with certain people or like if they start getting kind of angry and stuff, you don't want to get in a confrontation, especially if they're like doing drugs and stuff. And so during the daytime, it would be fine. Like you'd walk past and it would be fine because you had to like either, you'd either go that way or you'd go the Union Square way, but either way you kind of, you're going either through homeless or you're going through crowds of tourists. So it's like, which one do you want? I don't know. I would go, right. I would go the homeless way because it was quicker, but during the day it was fine. But there was like definitely like a cutoff point where it's like once like, oh yeah, once it was like 8 PM ish, like not even like the 10 PM, like once it was like eight, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I wouldn't walk there by myself. If I went yeah. through, I would normally go with my friend Ricardo. He was a guy. Like, I don't know. I just felt more comfortable if we were to walk through that way. But I would never go by myself, like, after 8 p.m. I mean, it was, like... And then, like, at 4 a.m., because my friend... Such a bad situation. My friends did, like, live in the Tenderloin for, like, two months at one point, like, in a certain place. And I remember, like, he'd be, like... He would be, like these guys are having like a crack party at like 4 a.m. Like they'd go crazy. Like they'd be loud. They'd be like shooting up and all this stuff like right outside the house. Oh my God. Yeah, no. I mean, we went running because obviously we <laughs> had flown in from here. So our our jet lag and everything was so off. So we woke up at like 6 or 7 a.m. to go to San Fran. So when we were running, it was early. People were coming off of their like drug binges. People were getting arrested. Like the garbage can was on fire. Multiple were. It, it was, was a bad end. situation. It was the It was the end of the party. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, this is not, we should not be here at, this is not the place to be. This is not a good situation. And like, obviously it was just not good. It was so and wild. There was like a, there was, sorry, I just like, I have to say this part because I just thought it was so weird, but it was like, I think on like Sundays or something or like Tuesdays or Sundays on like Market Street, I remember like the homeless would like get together and like do like chess tournaments. Like it was the most bizarre thing. <laughs> like, what? Like, I mean, San Fran's a wild city. I, know, I love, like, I love San Francisco. And maybe I they love were San like Francisco. exchanging drugs. I don't know, but like I remember, like it was this moment that I just thought was so weird. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But <laughs> well, and now apparently the Tenderloin is like super trendy and hip, and you I can stay there that. and you're fine. Yeah, I could see that. I, I mean, could see that too, but se- seven years ago was no, <laughs> it's not the place for for freaking frack to be with her. Hot pink Lululemon right. jacket and my well, no. cheetah Nike running And that's pants. the thing, too. Like, I, I didn't look like that either when I was walking around. Right. Like, I was I was definitely a little bit... I had a little bit more of, like, my hood side. So I'd have, like, my hoodie on and stuff. Like, I was... I fit in a little bit more. <laughs> than that, than us plop, plopping down. Oh, and my, my sneakers were hot pink. I remember this very vividly you now. Were like, just, her... You were asking for it. <laughs> it was, like, it was a little bit of Legally Blonde up right. in up in that situation but yeah no I mean I think you know everyone is put in situations that make you uncomfortable trust your gut obviously you can't let it dictate your life but definitely be in tune with yourself and if you don't feel right or if your mind is like "Mm -mm, this is not a situation take yourself out of that situation obviously easier said than done but you got to be safe and and especially now the crazy thing is that 
all like this whole topic came up because Raquel and I were both like just having a chit chat about like TV shows on Netflix and she was talking about the mystery murder what is it called again unsolved mysteries unsolved mysteries yeah unsolved so which now I need to watch because I'm like I need to know what the hell is going on in Raquel's life that she was talking about earlier I haven't seen I haven't seen any of the episodes by the way and then I was telling her how ironic it is because at this time I think like a few years ago I was sitting around in my house and this is before I had met Andrea or anything and my roommate and I started watching how to get away with murder and we got so sucked in. We were so into the show. I'm like, the cast is phenomenal. The acting is so good. And I never finished all the seasons. And I asked Raquel, I'm like, did you ever finish it? And she was like, yeah. I, I didn't like, finish it. I watched up until a certain point. Oh, I thought got you, too, like. Oh, I thought you had finished it. No, no, no. I only got up to season, I think, three. Oh, okay. See, yeah. see, I had gotten, like, somewhere around. I think I got up to, like, four. But I'm not sure. And so now, a few years later, Andrea and I will always like, sit like browsing Netflix like well, what should we watch tonight first of all we're gonna watch Unsolved Mysteries first second of all I was like no, he's gonna he is going to literally freak out when he hears when you tell him because he knows us <laughs> and he's gonna totally be like of course this so of course creepy. of course but we I told him I'm like look he's he's sat on the trailer for how to get away with murder like several times. I'm like, can you just please start watching Play it? it and at least like catch up to where I had left off? Cause he's, we have this thing of like, no, we don't want to watch cause you already saw it. And I'm like, no, really? Like, I don't remember anything anytime I watch stuff anyway. So like, let's watch it again. And I was going to say, you don't remember anyway. I never remember anything. So like, it's fine. And we'll just do it again. And so we started, <laughs> we started watching it again and I'm telling Raquel, I'm like, oh my God, if you haven't seen it, just you got to, first of all, it's a great show. Like it won so many awards. Acting is phenomenal, whatever. You got to watch it, but I haven't finished it yet. And if you have seen it and you're a fan and you finished it, like comment, let us know like your thoughts on either of these shows, even the one that Raquel's talking about. But I just find it so ironic how I'm not trying to be like spoiler alert. Maybe I am. So just warning. I don't think I am, <laughs> but I think it's so weird how the most brilliant lawyer in town in the show she's the best of the best the top of the top is basically catching all the wrong people like essentially like it's not her fault it's just like what ends up happening in the show like you'll see it's like she ends up catching all the wrong people and like all the wrong people that are innocent end up like getting in trouble or like framed or whatever how and how ironic it is how all the actual murderers don't like get caught or like are not so it's like it's really it's good but I just find it ironic how, like, I was like, we're just watching the show. And then Raquel is like, unsolved mysteries. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like, who's, who's really the murderer? Like, was it really a suicide? Like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Well, so I had never watched Unsolved Mysteries, okay? So I, I'm totally, like, Dateline and all those shows. But literally, they don't, obviously, the name Unsolved Mysteries, duh, Raquel. Like, they don't know who did it or what happened. But <laughs> there's... <laughs> She's, There's watch, literally, she's watching it to like know who did it and then it's like wait yeah I mean I didn't kind of <laughs> nah, blonde moment I've been having a lot of the Raquelism of the day unsolved I there's literally they have no idea like it's so wild to me that there's actually no clues as to one of the episodes was about alien abductions and <laughs> that was freaking me out so I had I to turn it that. off because I I was not about that life and it was it was like freaking me out and I couldn't do it but yeah it's it's crazy 
crazy. Let us no know. Thanks. Let us know your thoughts on these shows, you guys. Or if there's other ones. Like I, this. This takes me back to when I was on the morning show and we were talking about um, don't f with cats. If you haven't seen it, my sister watched that. Raquel can't watch it, but nope. You need to watch that because it is it is wild. Like it is up it is up the alley of all this that we're talking about, and it is creepy and it just. You got to watch it. And I need to know your thoughts. And one of my best friends, like, loves all this, like, murder mystery stuff. Like, and uh, me. Oh, it, my sister listens to true crime really? podcasts. I don't know. It freaks me out, too. Like, if, if yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch it, I have to watch it, like, during the daytime. So I'm like, okay. Because if I watch it before bed, I have nightmares. I can't. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was watching the first couple episodes of Unsolved Mysteries at night. And I quickly, the next day, did not do that. I skipped a day and then watched them yesterday during the day in daylight, window open, like unicorn next to me. I was like, mm, no, maybe not. Unicorn not. next to me. Yeah. By like, the way, let's take this full circle to the beginning. You said something like that you might have had like unicorn gods. Like I need to know what that looks like. What does a unicorn god look oh, like? I don't know. I mean, like, you know, I believe unicorns are real. So maybe the unicorns are watching so, after me so when when Raquel's running in the tenderloin there's like a unicorn like frolicking around or like flying I'm imagining like Pegasus from Hercules like yeah the, like the Disney Pegasus Hercules but like with rainbows coming out so it's like flying and around and glitter and like that would be fun I like that can someone like animate that for us <laughs> Anyone ever anyone listening or watching, please. Feel I would free. love like I, I wish I was an animator. Like it'd be so cool. We should to put make it on our merch. Stuff. I would love that. People would wear the unicorn. Uh yeah. Wait, that Hello. reminds Okay, guys, that's it. Merch, people, artists, we're calling out to you now. I mean, I'm an artist, but like not not right now. So we need <laughs> Not right now. Like, not today. Steve Aoki has this sick jacket with a unicorn. Oh my god, I know. It's pink and whatever. We're gonna Pop it up here. We'll put somewhere, whatever, over on this side. If I pop that picture up right now, we need to, like, do something similar, but, like, millennial girls vibe. That's what we're Yes. Saying. Yeah. So oh, my God. We're putting you to work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know who you are, but you're getting put to work. <laughs> oh, my God. That's happening. Yes, but. Oh, my God. Let us well, know. That, let this us, was. Let us know your thoughts. Comment. Tell us what shows or movies we should all watch. Even if Raquel and I are scared and we don't want to watch them at night, at least suggest it to everyone else that's listening because we can talk about this stuff for days. I mean, I feel like everybody can. All this is creepy and... Yeah, moments. This is a wild episode. This one's definitely like a real... I feel like people are going to listen to it and be like, oh my God, this moment. Oh my God. And yeah, I mean... We'll see. Then the episode after this is going to be. We'll see. We'll see. We're just going to be. We're going to be on a roller coaster at this point. But um, yes. For sure. Besides your recommendations, also tell us your stories too. Like maybe you had a similar situation, or like, please feel free to comment. Like let other listeners know like your story. Maybe you had something happen to you like that too, and hopefully it you know it turned out positive like in our case. Um, and very lucky and blessed that we were protected and being watched over. But yeah. yeah, make sure to turn on the alert on YouTube. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Put the little like notification thing so that you guys get the new episodes every week. And of course, we release episodes every Wednesday here with Millennial Girls. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. <laughs> 
I was like, I was like, we're missing I one. Was like, Hello, and YouTube and YouTube guys. So and YouTube. And just so you know, I think we've made this clear on our Instagram, but um, we are still kind of working on troubleshooting the notifications for the podcast specifically because our platform that we use, Anchor is having some trouble getting notifications out when we release the episode. So just make sure to follow us on Instagram as well because that's where we post all of our notifications. And of course, ring the bell for the YouTube. Yeah, I mean, every, all the episodes come out at, on Wednesday at 10 a.m. So, but it just sucks that the push notifications aren't happening. So subscribe and ring the bell on YouTube because you'll know when this is happening. But all right, guys, episode 12. Next is episode lucky number 13. So this is, it's going to be fun, but... We will catch you guys next time. Peace, love, unicorns. Peace, love, unicorns. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.